and welcome to the Nursing Standard podcast. I'm your host, Flavia Munn, editor of Nursing Standard, and today we're talking about student finances. So making ends meet or even just getting by has been a perennial issue for nursing students over time. This is really not helped by the fact that they don't have much time on their courses to do any part-time work due to the intense nature of the nursing uh, degree programmes. Today I'm here with um, my colleagues Claire Lomas who is our career development editor and Kimberly Hackett who is a senior news reporter and we're going to talk about some of the financial issues facing nursing students and then hear from a student who has supported herself during her degree by working as a stripper. So Claire, starting off with you, can you tell us what some of the main financial issues are facing nursing students? Um, I think, like you've just said, that one of the major problems is with nursing students is the intensity of the course. That means that with their university hours and their placement hours, it is very, very hard to fit part-time work around their studies and their clinical placements. And I think this is something that isn't maybe acknowledged enough, that studying for a nursing degree is very different to other like non-healthcare-related degrees because nursing students don't have the long holidays that other mm. students have. So whereas other students could spend their holiday breaks rather, you know, working part-time, nursing students can't do that. So they have the same problems as, um, or issues as uh, other students with their living costs. They have rent to pay or a mortgage. They have childcare costs. But another thing that they have is the cost of travelling to placements. And we hear a lot from students that these, you know, this, this can really sort of like put them into, into the red because even though you can claim back some of these costs, that can take time. And so that is one of the, you know, the major issue is that the degree is structured differently and I think that needs to be acknowledged. And also since the bursary was scrapped in England in 2017, that's had a huge impact obviously on, on student finances. Now, I know it was recently announced by the Conservative government that there will be an annual grant of £5,000 for nursing students, going up to £8,000, like an extra 3000 for those studying on the harder-to-recruit courses like mental health and learning disabilities. Mm-hmm. But students still have to pay their fees. Mm-hmm. At the moment, they're above, I think they're £9,250, they're definitely just over 9000 So they're still coming out with a really large amount of debt. And an analysis that we did at Nursing Standard in conjunction with the Health Foundation fairly recently found that one in four students are not completing their degree studies in one go. Now, this could be down to numerous reasons. Some students may find that it's just not, that you know, nursing is not the career for them. But the main reason was financial struggles. And we also hear a lot from nursing students who are experiencing financial struggles. And one of the things that I find really upsetting with this is the mental health impact that it has on them. And it's just devastating. And as we all know, if anyone's ever had any money troubles, they can be all consuming. And if you, you know, you're struggling and you're worrying constantly about money, you may not be sleeping properly, you may not be eating properly. So how on earth are students supposed to do their studies, do their clinical placements, all of those kind of things. It's it's something that I think, you know, really does need to be addressed. Thank you. That's a really useful summary of the, the issues facing students um, on financial matters. Um, so, Kimberly, turning to you, can you tell us a little bit about why you interviewed Ellen, who is the, the nursing student we're going to hear from shortly? Of course. So, um, I came across a BBC Three documentary called Girls on Girls. The show looked at five women across England showing each other their different ways of living 
and Ellen, who I interviewed, she is a nursing student, but also she worked as a stripper part-time to fund her way through university. Mm. When I watched the documentary, I thought she was really informative on that, and she was very happy to talk about her experiences at work, both stripping and as while studying at university. And she was very happy to explain her financial situation with the other women on the show. So I thought she'd be great to to speak to. Brilliant. Yeah, and it's a very interesting interview. So let's take a listen now. Thanks, Ellen, for agreeing to meet with me and do this interview. I really enjoyed the BBC show Girls on Girls, and I thought you were were really good on it. So what inspired you to train as a nurse? For me, nursing's kind of in my family. So my aunt was a nurse, my cousin was a nurse, then flew out to Australia... My mum worked in the labs and hospitals. It's kind of grown up what was around me. And I just wanted to... It's the job I wanted to do. And then my first job, as soon as I turned 18, was working in a nursing home. So it kind of went from there. That this is the next step. That I went to university to train to be a nurse. And what have you done in order to finance your studies? I worked as a stripper to fund my way through university. Mm-hmm. My parents couldn't help me financially and if you don't have that help, it is really difficult to manage, especially student nurse, you're in placement for many hours. It's difficult to then fit a part-time job around that that's flexible. So with stripping, I could work when I wanted, work minimal hours for sometimes a lot of money and so that made my life a lot easier, being able to fit around all my studies and meant I had more time to properly study and sit down and do my work as well. Yeah, which, you know, really important. There are so many stories about nurses dropping out because they can't afford to go to university and, and they don't have time to focus on their studies. So, yeah. I think it's one in four students will drop out of university and I think one of the big reasons is because of financial reasons. So yeah. you're a stepmom, you, you're a nursing student and, you know, you go a stripper part-time, would you say that? Yeah, part-time, yeah. yeah. How do you cope with balancing all these kind of parts of your life? It's a lot of responsibility. It is, um, but I feel like I cope because I have got the flexibility in my work. I can come and go as I like. And because I've got it's good money, it means I've got a good work-life balance as well. Whereas if I was doing like kind of a normal job so to say I'd just be exhausted I wouldn't have any time for myself or my family and I think it's really important to have that balance just for your own mental health as well and your own sanity you've got to have that time for yourself it's a big issue nurses having burnout absolutely you know? and even I felt like that on like placements are very long and you do just feel burnt out and if you're burnt out then you can't give the best care to your patients and do you feel more comfortable with your patients and because you've looked after yourself and you've had that flexible time. Absolutely, and I think a big stress on students is your is money, not having any money. So when you don't have that stress, you can concentrate more on the other things that are important, like putting the most into your work. And would getting paid while you were on a placement benefit you? Do you think it should would benefit all nurses? I think students should be paid, yes. When I did the course, it was paid for, but now... The students have to pay nine grand a year and it doesn't really make any sense. How on earth are students going to be able to afford to do nursing? And when we've got so many nurse vacancies at the moment, that's not going to give people a reason to want to go into nursing, having to pay all that money. 
do these long placement hours, be burnt out to then start a job where they're not paid particularly well anyway and we're understaffed, it doesn't really make sense that we're, well, it's being managed this way. Why did you decide to go on the documentary? To change people's views around stripping because um, I think some of the people that have been judgmental to me are other nurses. I think that attitude needs to change because as nurses we need to not just discriminate against other people. We need to be open-minded and that also, I mean, I think that people should be open-minded towards what I'm doing as well because I'm doing the best for my life so I can do the best for my studies. Everyone's circumstances are different. My family couldn't help me so this was a good option for me. And as we said earlier on, what's best for your studies is best for the patients. Yeah. And that's really, that's why anyone goes into nursing. Mm -hmm. You know, you said that some colleagues haven't been so supportive about your stripping. You know, what has the reception been like since the show's come out? Um, It's been mixed. I've had a really good feedback from a lot of people. And I think no one's ever really had this conversation before. Quite so. I think it was a bit scary coming out and doing this. But I think it's a conversation that needs to be had because these were issues that hadn't been spoken about. Where people have still been a little bit negative, I think it's just because it's the unknown People think of stripping and they've got these bad ideas about it. And that's why I wanted to come out and be like, actually, this is a really great job. It's changed my life. It is dancing. <laughs> yeah, we're naked, but... So I, I think people... I think when people think that it's a, like kind of a bad reputation for the profession, but I think that comes down to your own like assumptions and is quite objective, like how you see it. And on the show, you seemed really in control of everything and it was very much your choice. It was quite interesting, you made a comment about you're treated better at the club than sometimes you are in the hospital. I think people assume you're a stripper, you're forced into it, you're only doing it because it's the last resort, or really I go to work, my job's pretty easy, I'm around all my friends, it's short hours and good money. Sometimes you go to work in hospital, you're just so tired. Because you're on the front line of the NHS, you're the one that's going to get the brunt of the abuse from the patients sometimes. The doctors aren't always very nice to you. Sometimes the other nurses aren't as supportive as they could be. And that's kind of what I meant by that. So because people assume that stripping is this awful job, but actually it's not at all. And on the flip side, nursing is so stressful. So actually going to work in the club is a lot easier than going to work in the hospital. Some strip clubs, they have like quite tight security and things like that, don't they? And, you know, in hospitals, there is security, but they're stretched themselves. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, you're so much in control. There's cameras everywhere, there's security. If anyone was to do anything, and this doesn't really happen, but if anyone was, they're straight out. You are so safe. You're safer there than you would be in a bar on a night out. And, yeah, so, like you said, at the hospital, sometimes a patient might get aggressive and you've got cool security, but they're not going to be there straight away. And then when you're trying to look after other patients and they're there, then getting distressed. And what what are your hopes for the future in terms of nursing? <laughs> we don't really know what the uh, future holds at the moment, do we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I'd really like to see, though, is because nurses are part of wider society, sometimes their personal uh, opinions and bias can be dragged into their job as well and they can be stereotypical and this is something I wrote my dissertation on actually about nurses uh, stigmatising minority groups about it really realising okay. which can then affect the health outcomes of certain minority groups. What do you which, mean by that? 
For example, gypsy travellers have the worst health outcomes out of all ethnic groups. Mm. But one of the things contributing to that is healthcare professionals stigmatising them. And because they feel stigmatised against, they then don't come forward to the hospitals and all for their health checks because they don't want to be made to feel this certain way. And I got the idea for doing that because of how I was sometimes treated because I was a stripper and how people judged me. And so I think nursing, I'd like to see in the future that we are more inclusive of everyone. And in terms of your career... What would you like to do in nursing in the future? Have I've got a, <laughs> I have got an interest in sexual health. I think that'd be really good. I think because I'm so open-minded and non-judgmental, that would be a good career for me. But it's just waiting for that job to come up. But until then, I have started a business as an aesthetics business. That is actually my step out of stripping as well because on a nurse wage, I'm not going to buy the house that I want. I'm not going to be able to go on the holidays realistically. Um, and I don't want to dance forever. Obviously, I'd, I'd like my weekends back. I'd like to spend the time with my husband. So that's also that my side job, which is going to fund the life that I want side nursing. Yeah. It's all quite a caring role, isn't it? Because you, it is making people feel better. Throughout time, women have always changed the way they look. And this is the kind of thing that people are doing now. And if that's going to make someone feel better, then why not? Do you think that lots of students are feeling under financial pressure absolutely um I, I think especially now i would not be able to go to university now that they've brought in the nine grand fees yeah. i know when i started the first two months i wasn't dancing and i struggled i honestly i couldn't afford to eat my mum was sending me packages in the post and how are you going to reach your potential when you are struggling like that? Because it is pretty much poverty almost. You've, mm. You're getting so much debt. And I don't think people were talking about it enough even. You're, you can ask people for help, but there's only so much people can do because it's actually the main problem is money. And if you don't have that income or help from your parents, you really are stuck and it can be really depressing and dark time as well. Because everyone assumes students are going out and having fun and drinking and having... Like the best years of their life but the reality is as a nursing student it's not like that it can be really difficult and it can be really lonely what do you love most about being a nurse i think it's that feeling that you've helped someone and you know the doctors will go in and do their bit but you're the nurse right you do the holistic side of it making you're that advocate for the patient you're doing the bits maybe they can't do for themselves you kind of just you pull it as a nurse you pull everything together holding the fork kind of (laughs) thanks Kimberly that was a really fascinating interview it's really highlighting some of the financial issues that nursing students are facing and I was particularly interested with what Ellen was saying about some of the uh, judgment issues that have arisen you know due due to the part-time work she's doing Yes, but she did say it shaped her attitude to nursing and it really came across when I interviewed her. She definitely has no judgement towards people of different backgrounds and upbringings and she's very open-minded and I think that must make a difference to patients knowing that they, the healthcare professional that they're talking to would never pass judgement on them and it must mean that the patient would open up more. I was just going to say as well, when I listened to it, I thought that one of the interesting things that she said was about working with what we call the hard-to-reach communities, Mm. like the travelling community, and that she's really embracing trying to get people who are more on the the fringes of society, I I guess, and bringing them in so that they are receiving NHS care and that, because we know, know, that's one of the things that the hard-to-reach groups 
healthcare amongst these groups, um, you know, with different diseases and illnesses and accessing healthcare services, it's a real issue. So, and she said that she was interested in working in sexual health yeah. as well. And I think that her attitude sounds amazing. 100%. She's so... She was very um, calm as well. You know, I can just imagine if, if I were her patient, you could open up and tell her anything, and that is a really nice quality. Mm, and definitely. I think definitely her working, if she wants to work in sexual health, mm. she would just be so, so good to talk to about anything, really. And I think that that's a quality that, you know, I hope she holds on to for, for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you. And Claire, so where can uh, nursing students turn to for help with um, financial issues? Well, the good news is that there are a lot of places that students and qualified nurses can go to. But for students, um, the RCN Student Money Guide is a really good place to start. Mm-hmm. This has advice on all sorts of issues like funding, housing benefits, money, money saving tips, how to budget as a student on a student income, and also, very importantly, where to go for help if you are struggling financially. There's also the RCN Foundation, which has a benevolent fund, and charities such as the Cavill Nurses Trust also help nurses, including students, in the event of, uh, say, unforeseen financial hardship. Also, for students, if you are struggling financially, talk to your university, because most universities have discretionary hardship grants and loans for students who get into financial difficulty. I would say the most important thing is don't keep this to yourself, though. If you are struggling, talk to someone, find out where you can get help. Because as we said before about, you know, the the impact it can have on your mental health, if you are struggling and keeping it to yourself, it could be really detrimental. So ask for help. Go to the RCN or to unions, go to charities and also talk to your university. But a couple of tips as well that... um, It is difficult for students to fit part-time work around their studies. So one thing you could do is consider working on the nursing bank as a healthcare support worker, Mm -hmm. because this may be easier to fit around your placement schedule and your university work. And it will also help you gain experience. Obviously, you're in the the same environment that you'll be working in as a nurse, so that would be really beneficial. There's also, on our website, we have uh, numerous articles that can help students with their finances. And we have an interesting one from um, a lead nurse at Bart's Health called Sandra Bennett. It's about financial know-how for nurses. Now, Sandra's also a qualified uh, financial educator, is what she'd call herself. She makes Mm -hmm. the the, the difference between financial advice and financial education. It's the education is empowering people with the information to help themselves rather than actually giving advice. And there's loads of great tips on there about how to manage your finances as you go through your nursing career. Lovely. Thanks. That's really good advice there. And so, Kimberly, where can we hear more from Ellen? Yep. So you can watch Girls on Girls. It's available as a box set on BBC Three iPlayer now. Lovely. Thank you both. And also we'll have a link to the show uh, in our podcast section, along with some of the uh, support and resources that that Claire was just talking about. So you can find all of that and more podcast episodes at rcni.com forward slash podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to us via Spotify or Apple Podcasts, because then you won't miss an episode. And also, if you can review us, that would be lovely, because that helps other people to find us. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode.